What's up, bitches? How we feeling? How we doing? I always thought it'd be funny to, like, um, teach English as a second language, but teach them all, like, you know, fucking slang and colloquialisms from, like, <laughs> from, like, gangster movies. Okay. How we I, doing? I lied to someone recently and told them How that this is what you actually did. Why were you lying about Be- because <laughs> podcaster, I was at, not a good enough profession for you? I was at a round table. <laughs> Actor. With um, a bunch of writers uh-huh. and this like really successful writer lady, mm-hmm. and she was talking about how she doesn't. She's really geared towards network shows, mm-hmm. writing for network shows, mm-hmm. um, because she, uh, Chinese is her first language. Oh shit! And she she did grow up, I think, majority in the states in California, mm-hmm. but Chinese is her first language, and her parents don't curse like they speak english a little bit too but yeah. like she's like i don't know how to curse in english still I like swear she to hasn't God. learned the art of it like i i'll try to put like curse words That's in funny. and people will read my scripts and go what are you doing it's what also funny that this has been like a joke ambition of mine and you, you said it was my real job well, no i mean but how cool that connected she <laughs> that, was yeah she was like i would literally pay someone to like teach Dude, me how this to is artfully sick. curse maybe i should get into this fucking racket i know right this would be cool yeah we get a, get a room for a full of japanese guys going hey oh how we doing <laughs> I mean, it would make them the toast of Me the town. Me with a big Come fucking on. pointer at the front of the class. Okay, everybody, what's good, my killer? Yeah, see? Teach him to talk like... I would <laughs> like want to do business with that guy. Rappers from the 1990s. This is cool. Yeah, this is a great business idea. Teach, teach like, lonely Japanese... I don't know why they're lonely. Yeah, why are they lonely? I don't know. They're coming over. It's like the reverse. Like... American nerds go over to Japan to try and find like Fuck a anime uh, yeah yeah an anime girl to yeah. marry. Um, lonely Japanese guys come to America to find some like big bodacious like blonde buxom wifey. yeah blonde yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. shit! Isn't that a thing? Like Texan wife? Isn't it like an internet thing to say like waifu? Like if you want like a Japanese like yeah that's wife the thing that's the thing. Ew, that's so weird. Why are you fucking? Why are you being racist right now? It's so weird to fetishize for these men to fetishize the Asian culture for a couple of reasons. One, because they're fetishizing their slimness and smallness and petiteness. Oh, and whatever. It's a little, no, it's a little overboard, I think. And then I also think that they're fetishizing. Um, no, that's it. I guess. That's it. You're, just, oh, you're mad oh, at them because they appreciate a skinny no, Asian no, 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 no. lady. No, because. Um, I think part of that cultural fascination is about they think that they're get they're going to get someone who's submissive. It's like uh, it's like we were talking about they last time. We were talking about submissive. Paris syndrome. Remember that? Yeah. It's the same thing, but for like women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they want a submissive wifey. Yeah. Yeah. They're like she's gonna be she's gonna be tiny and she's yeah, never yeah. gonna say no to me. She's, she's gonna, gonna like bow she's gonna her have sex with me. And, like, she's gonna suck me off while I'm like, playing. Probably not, me. bro. That's probably. Yeah, playing fucking Name League of Legends like or whatever, playing StarCraft <laughs> yeah, exactly. in my room all day. She'll bring me energy drinks and then suck me off. Yeah, I think that's what they think they're getting. It sounds like a good deal. I mean, if you can get it. So the the inverse, we're imagining the a, a lonely Japanese guy. He's like, Wants, oh, like, I need mouthy, some like, like mouthy New Jersey thick. broad. <laughs> Just serve me, serve me meatball subs. <laughs> The macaroni and cheese that's been put in the oven with the breadcrumbs on top. <laughs> I love this reverse engineering we're doing. <laughs> yeah. This is great. This is great. Uh, okay. Well, we all deserve a waifu. 
Sure. That's what um, I think. I'm going to tell you about someone who is definitely not a waifu, though. Who's not a waifu? All right. I'm going to give you mm-hmm. the comprehensive timeline of the life of official Florida girl, Danielle Brigoli. Danielle Brigoli. A.K.A. Bod Bobby. Bod Bobby. <laughs> okay, it's bad baby, but it's spelled Bod Bobby. I, you know. It's, how's it spelled? B H A D B H A B I E. Bod Bobby. Bod Bobby. Yeah, that's funny. That sounds, that sounds like Hungarian. <laughs> yeah, well. Bod Bobby. Um, so, okay. You guys will know Danielle Brigoli from internet fame from being on the Dr. Phil show. Yeah. With the catchphrase. Cat, catchphrase. See, I'm already talking like her. Oh, Catch shit. me outside. How about that? That's the girl I'm talking about. She's today. a Florida woman? She's a Florida woman. She's a cultural export straight from the heart of America? Yeah, Holy baby. fucking shit. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So this rapper. Mm-hmm. and She's a rapper now, huh? Yeah. That's the bad That's bad baby, baby part. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, sure. And social media personality um, who hit it big before high school, which I always think is a little, you know, jeepers creepers. But Oh, definitely. That's also coming from someone who desperately wanted to be famous in high school. So I'm like, you know, that can't be healthy. (laughs) (laughs) Just trying to like, you know, put balm on my wounds. Well, we've been over this, babe. You know, everyone who gets famous when they're a child is getting fucked. I know. I know. You know, bad baby was getting (laughs) fucked. That's why she's sexualizing. Bad baby doing the fucking. That's what we're going to She might be. That's kind of what we're about to explore in this That bitch episode. has some attitude. She's got some gumption. So um, when she was on the Dr. Phil show, she had just turned 13 years old. 13? She was huh? almost 12. You know, I thought she was just like a really stupid like 19-year-old. I know, so did I. I thought she was like a really just like, you know, disabled adult. <laughs> but she was actually 13. Maybe that's because I was young at the time, too. Yeah. Yeah. So she walks into Dr. Phil's TV studio set in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And she leaves an international celebrity. Okay. And now say what you will about this chick and we will because there's a lot to say. It is so easy to make fun of her. I mean, she is tailor made like in a factory to be the butt of jokes. Like it's just it's too easy. Yeah. It's hilarious too. I mean, she's she's just a walking fucking punchline she's, she's hilarious. a meme she's yeah. a meme come to life yeah absolutely only in my humble opinion mm-hmm. from florida woman to florida girl okay i think she's actually an example of someone who became a meme and used the meme to her advantage oh i see so she's capitalized on being a lot of people being a meme destroys their life yeah you know and they don't want it and then people are following them around and like harassing them and like you know it when it creeps into your real life you you start to hate it because it, it ruins you but she you're saying she's taking she's taking the the meme lifestyle and she's capitalized on it. she's actually oh, yeah. gained from being yes. mean and i think part of this is because danielle hit at a time like 2016 is when mm-hmm. she was on the dr phil show 2016 no shit where sound bites were just becoming currency Mm-hmm. I think it was right at the burgeoning of all of that, like that a sound bite, a clip, just a little piece could be like pop cultural currency and relevancy. Yeah, for sure. Um, and the bite sized nature of of the threat, catch uh-huh. me outside. How about that? Catch it just me outside. Made how about it that? An instant catchphrase. Oh yeah, I mean it's just like 
Also, the fact that um, Dr. Phil, like, I remember in the clip, Dr. Phil, like, prompts her to say it again. Like, right. he didn't understand he like, what, what the fuck do- he said. Yeah. <laughs> or what the fuck she said. Yeah. He goes, I'm sorry? Catch me outside. How about that? I remember the first time I heard it, I was like, what the fuck did she say? I literally, it sounded like a foreign language. Kashme sahabata. I mean, truly. It sounded like she was speaking Chinese for all I knew. (laughs) Hey. Hey, speaking of, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and it's, it's not a cute or friendly one either. Like, this is like an infamous meme. This is an infamous Yeah, it's exactly the type of thing that could destroy your your life. life. Yeah. And it could have ended there for her. Um... But, well, because, you know, because it's it's a deeply inarticulate thing to say. Well, yeah, it's a stupid <laughs> it's thing to say. dumb. Like, you thought yeah, she was you, a disabled 18-year-old. Yeah, she, um, I mean, it, her, it sounds like she's got, like, you know, fucking shit in her mouth while she's talking. I know. Um, and I think it's made even more... It's an aggressive thing to say. Oh, well, she's acting complete, like a fucking ape. Completely aggressive, yeah. Why are you trying to... Why are you fighting people she, i mean she's, i don't even know what the situation was this is the thing okay. this is how memified she got is that, like i don't even know what the setup of the show is so Who's i'll, get to, I'll to? get to that i'll get okay, i'll enlighten we'll get you but just for the setup of her saying catch me outside how about that mm-hmm. it was that she had said something and the audience snickered and so oh she so she was threatening the, on audience. the audience jesus and threatens an audience of like chubby 40 year old women wearing like cardigans buttoned all the way up. <laughs> yeah, to a fucking street fight. <laughs> to a street fight for God. snickering at her. What the fuck happened to her? Like, how did she wind up in this situation? You know, yeah. something deeply horrible must have happened to her when she was a kid to like for her to even be sitting on that couch in the first place, right? Yeah, probably. She got the shit beat out of her, do you think? Well, her dad was a cop. Ah, all signs point to yes. <laughs> Shook my magic eight ball. You know, signs I, point to yes. I also think that just going back to like how this moment and how Danielle captured her audience, um, I, I think it's also that this phrase is coming out of a 5'2", 90-pound fucking seventh grader yeah dude with fake eyelashes yeah and like five inch press on nails absolutely trashy the trashiest yeah. shit yeah yeah i think that just it didn't she have like slicked back fucking straightened hair too she does she does that on she the show that. it was straightened and just pulled down in front of her face a little bit you oh know? yeah i remember that but yeah. she does she loves the slicked back ponytail look good god made famous by another florida woman um ariana grande ah yeah that's yeah, right yeah, yeah. that's right so florida just pumps out fucking um entertainment children doesn't it yeah pumps them out so that they could fly over to california and get fucking molested yeah, we've talked about it. it's the darkest pipeline. Florida yeah. to California <laughs> yeah. and back. It's, fucking it's an dark. unholy connection. <laughs> it is. It's the Bermuda, it's Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, Bermuda Triangle for little uh, child stars. Yes. Yeah, they get lost. Um, get but lost at sea. Listen, she didn't hide in shame, right? Like, well, because she has none. And that's arguably the real and ultimate reason for her success. Now, before we really get too into the specifics, I just have to say, like, everything I know about bad baby mm-hmm. what what's her what's her actual name danielle brigoli danielle brigoli um everything i know about her she is a perfect summation of what we always say on the show that florida is the cultural capital of america mm. what florida is doing the rest of america will do in five years you know she to me is the like platonic ideal of a fucking idiot 
like social media influencer. Her personality, she is the the pure like clarion call of uh social media dipshit. Yeah. And her like, trap like rapper, her Gen doing Z. that on the national stage like made it so that all the all the zoomers on TikTok are now doing what she did mm-hmm. back then, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. So anyway, another just another shining example of uh Florida's cultural relevance. Supremacy? Yeah, supremacy <laughs> in America. Yeah. And therefore but the world. I guess yeah. So I mean, we've said it, but like she went viral. Yeah. And she capitalized on this it. This was in 2016. This is crazy. I so know. Donald Trump's happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. Fucking it was Bernie a wild Sanders time. is running for president. The Cubs um, were winning the World Series. Yeah, Cubs won the World Series. Oh my god. It was a strange year. Yeah. Um and I think that like she was such a good early example of someone who became a meme, capitalized on it through social media. Because mm-hmm. with social media, you can give yourself your own platform to ride out your 15 minutes of fame. Yeah, in a way that for like longer and longer. Yeah, it used to be impossible. Like that's why it's called 15 minutes of fame. There is no reason that she should be in, that anybody should know who the fuck she is beyond that appearance on Dr. Phil. But with like, you know, the like self-promoting platforms like Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, even like Cameo, right? I mean, like you can even cash in on that. Oh my God. 15 minutes. Do you know who does Cameos? Rachel Dolezal. Fuck. You can pay Rachel Dolezal to like send a birthday message to your mom. Oh my god, my mom might love that. Wait, that's that might be a great present for Kristen. <laughs> my mom told me to watch that documentary. She watched it first. She was Dude, like, Dolezal, Dolezal got fucked. Dolezal got the I think short she end of got, the stick. Did a little bit dirty. She was the president of her local chapter of the NAACP. You're telling <laughs> She's me she doing was a hurting lot for black people. She was uh, she was helping solve the problems. <laughs> She was at the forefront of the issues. Yeah. So ungrateful. I mean, Dolezal will come back in this episode because we, because Danielle gets into a lot of trouble with black fishing, which is. Black fishing? It's like a softer, it's a softer version. It's not blackface, but it's close. Yeah. And it's like, okay, Dolezal lived that way. Like she lived her entire life that way. Oh my God. She didn't take a break. Like she was a trans woman, basically. Yeah. She literally, she committed. She She committed all the fucking But like black fishing is more like, you know, the Kardashians and like Ariana Grande and like white women that like, or it's usually women, but I guess it can be men. Yeah. Uh, Like Justin Timberlake maybe got it once or twice. Okay. Okay. Who like style themselves after black women to gain some sort of like, Clout or popularity or edge or something like wow. that. Okay. So with, you know, with social media like that, you can ride out your 15 minutes. And I guess that's what I'm complimenting Danielle for, right? Yeah, totally. Um, let's talk pre-Dr. Phil, right? Okay, yeah. Where did she come from? So Danielle Brigoli, better known by her stage name Bad Baby, was born on March 26, 2003, making her currently only 19 years old. She's only 19 She's still right a teenager. Now. This is fucking nuts dude doesn't that seem impossible it does yeah. also like i have to make a comment about her her stage name bad baby like you know what is growing this on me. she's a baby she's a but baby. she's a sexy bad baby yeah i think it's honestly in her <laughs> we, case we said that this is what florida makes they make <sighs> fuckable so children that, to send to california that's so she's playing true. into it she's basically her stage okay, name so should be fuckable kid 
Yeah, she's a genius. She's then. a genius, I guess so. She knows what the people want. Or she's an idiot savant. She's just a pure direct mm. line into the, the zeitgeist. Mm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like... Uh, like lightning is conducting through her fingertips. Exactly. She doesn't like, she's not exactly. conducting it herself. She doesn't know why. She doesn't know what she's doing. It's yeah. like people who can play the piano, you know, from just hearing one yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has no idea what she's doing, but she's somehow collect. She's like grabbed onto the electric current of the zeitgeist and it's spewing out of her onto all of us. I will say, though, that like, I think in her case, yes, yeah, sexy has something to do with it. Yeah. But More she really like is a bad baby. Misbehavior. Like, she truly is m- misbehaving. She's a bad baby. <laughs> she's misbehaving. Yeah. She's, she's earned the bad. name bad baby. Yeah. Yeah, I gotcha. So she's born in um, Boynton Beach, Florida. <laughs> She, we've talked about Boynton Beach. Boynton Beach is we where sure Dahlia DiPolito is from. Dude, cut from the same cloth, I by know. the way, I have to say. Uh, her parents, Barbara Ann Bergoli and Ira Peskowitz, dated for a year before what? Barbara. I know. I was not expecting Ira I know, Peskowitz. Right? Barbara Bergoli. Yeah. Barbara. Peskowitz. Um, they dated for a year. Barbara became pregnant. They later separated when Danielle was a baby. When she was a bad baby. When she was a bad baby. Um, her father is Ashkenazi Jew, obviously, I guess. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> not that there's Ira anything Peshkowitz? wrong with that. No, You're telling me Ira Peshkowitz is a Jewish guy? <laughs> and um, obviously her mother's Italian. Mm-hmm. Barbara um, Brigoli. So she was raised Catholic. Like, yeah. fairly heavily. Okay, sure. Um, by her mother. And have we talked on the podcast yet about our theories of, of Catholic school sluts? Catholic school sluts. Um, I don't know if we've spoken about it on the podcast, but let's let's bring it to light right now. There's a special brand at the on the Serengeti of adolescent life, mm. on the at the watering hole of uh, young sex. Um, there are certain hippos which float around <laughs> and play <laughs> in the mud mm-hmm. more than others. And so imagine you're a hungry lion mm. going down to the going down to the pond to get a little slurp. Um, <laughs> this metaphor is crazy. <laughs> the Catholic hippos love to roll around in the mud more so <laughs> than yeah. other different hippos. Yeah. <laughs> and and we, we know it has something to do with repression. Catholic being told girls, that they're not supposed to. Yeah. Catholic school girls who go to school with only other girls. Um, yes. They're more they're, outgoing with sex. That's yes, what I'm trying are. to say. Yeah. I attest to that. Dirty little sure. hippos. Yeah. Yes. Like. Beautiful hippos. It's yeah, not an, girls. It's, yeah, not an insult. And I think more so than the religious sort of like guilt and, you know, like that guilt uh-huh. sort of making you want to do something more. I think yeah. that's a very obvious interpretation that I think has something to do with it. Yeah. But I think what's even more is that they only go to school with girls. Yeah, so like, so like you have sex with a boy, well, you're not going to see him. Exactly. You know, it doesn't really exactly. matter. Whereas like, if you go to school with boys, then all of a sudden there's like a... There's a different aspect. Like, there's now a social ladder that you've got to, like, find your place on. And, yeah. like, who you have sex with, how much sex you have, like, you know, how many different people you have sex with. This all determines your place on the ladder in a way that it doesn't at a girls-only school. It doesn't. And I'm, I'm sure it spreads, like, you know, if, like, you're mm-hmm. the guy that you had sex with, the public school guy, like, tells some of his friends so they know that, like, you're, like, kind of, you know, into mm-hmm. it or whatever. Mm-hmm. I almost said loose, but, like... <laughs> loose. <laughs> um... But you, it's almost like you're getting to experiment in a vacuum, in a way. Yeah, exactly. Because it's you're not around them, so they're not whispering at the table next to you. Like you don't have. Yeah, to... Yeah, it's not going to come bite you in the ass. Nah. No. 
Love that for them. Yes. So we and, and by the way, we love sluts on this podcast. Oh yeah, We're, this is a slut positive. Yeah, podcast. definitely sluts. We we need them. The world needs sluts. Play negative. Good on them. Kink negative. <laughs> Depends <laughs> on your kinks, but we'll um, judge your kinks. We will shame sure. you for your kinks. Yes. Write in. Tell us your kinks. We'll shame you Ooh, on yeah, the podcast. We will. That'll probably get somebody off. Getting publicly <laughs> oh my shamed. God. She was um. Raised by off. just her mother. Yeah. They, they did not have joint custody or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, she's estranged her father from this day. Uh, or to this day. <laughs> to this day. Uh-huh. Um, and it is worth noting that he is a deputy with the Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office. Ira Peshkowitz. The same sheriff's office that let... Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein run a, like a little yeah. kid diddling farm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Man, and they there's like a lot fake of child arrested sex him happening. once and then he only slept at jail. You know this, right? Like he was fully arrested for having sex with minors in yeah. Florida, in uh-huh. Palm Beach at one time. Yeah, but they let him like go to his office and like work and stuff. Yeah, and, like, or do whatever yeah, he was doing go during play the day. Golf or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um I mean it is pretty outrageous. Right. He was a spy. He, he sure. had to be a spy. Yeah. So okay. The Dr. Phil episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it was season 15, episode 8. And she was a little Catholic girl, Catholic school girl slut. No, she wasn't a Catholic school girl, but she was oh, a Catholic girl. She was a she Catholic girl. She was raised girl. heavily okay. Catholic. Slightly different. Slightly different. No, I agree, I agree. Right. I just thought it was worth mentioning because she's Definitely. such a bad baby. Definitely, she's a bad baby. Um, her episode was titled... I want to give up my car-stealing, knife-wielding, twerking 13-year-old daughter who tried to frame me for a crime. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So she was accompanied by Barbara Brigoli on this this show, I presume. Barbara Ann, as she goes by. Barbara Ann. And as Danielle will later get tattooed on her neck, Barbara Ann. Oh, my God. Amazing. Mm -hmm. So Barbara Ann told the show. So they made up. Yeah. Okay. That they that she would rather hand her daughter over to the authorities at this point <laughs> after Danielle falsely reported to police that her mother was a drug user. Oh my god, dude. This is nasty. a little hellion. Yeah, fuck. That is bad. Um Danielle, what the fuck, man? Barbara also explains how Danielle stole cars. Mm-hmm. Stealing cars at 12? That's, that's pretty that's, ambitious. That's ambitious, yeah. Uh, she stole Barbara Ann's credit cards and her cash. Of course. And she uh, purchased a stripper pole with the money. Oh, awesome. And now she's a millionaire, guys. I know. Just you take notes. This is America. This is your country. <laughs> so while filming, mm-hmm. um, Danielle was still acting like a bad baby. She stole a Dr. Phil crew member's car from the lot. What the fuck, and took dude? took it for a joyride while filming. This is insane. While filming? Well, during With cameras filming. on her? Well, no, but like... She took a break and she was like, I'm going for a joyride. Yeah. <laughs> Who left her car unlocked? Yeah. That's crazy, I dude. Know. Holy shit. So, as we said, when the Dr. Phil platform arose, Danielle mm-hmm. grabbed it and she ran. And she really struck while the iron was hot. Like... That little short slice that, okay, yes, she was in the whole episode, Mm -hmm. but that little slice of Catch Me Outside that everyone saw Uh was enough to, like, hook people on Danielle. Well, this is what I'm saying. That's the only thing I really know about her. Right. You know, that's the only thing that I can squarely, like, attribute to her. So, like... I assumed she was doing all this other shit, but, like, that's what everybody knows. Why did Danielle resonate so much? Yeah. And how come the, like, stealing the car isn't common knowledge, but, like, Catch Me Outside is? Right. You know? It was just the perfect soundbite. 
It was the perfect soundbite, but I also think after doing some research on Danielle, Mm -hmm. there's something about her that I agree is captivating. She's magnetic, yeah. Yeah, she's really magnetic. And like, I think it stems from the fact that she truly only does what she wants to do. Yeah, it is an utter lack of self-consciousness. Yeah, and I think it's really captivating to watch someone because most of us have limits of things we won't do or won't say. Well, that's the, you know, a healthy psyche has limits of stuff. Like, she, this is... This is evidence of her not having a completely put together brain. Sure, you know she's I mean? thirteen though. She's thirteen, so I, and she's nineteen now. So she's nineteen now. I think she's got time. But to still, develop. like she was. Were you stealing cars? You no, know what I mean. No, like no, no. this is like this is what psychopaths do. You realize that they like yeah. they seek adrenaline heavy situations. They like press boundaries. They have absolutely no regard for the feelings of other people. Yeah. <laughs> like they're utter narcissists. Like this is all like checking all the boxes for like. Being a psychopath. Yeah. You know? Just saying. I'm just saying. All right. You you let me know how you feel at the end of this episode. I don't think she's killed anybody, but like, you know. Oh, we don't know. Would she feel bad if she it. did? I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it. So like, I think it is that, you know, watching someone say and do all the things that they want to and yeah. have no regrets. Like, that's really. It is captivating. Yeah. yeah. That's why people like Donald Trump, you know? Yeah. Um, but I also think that. Or any Hollywood actor. Like. It's really fascinating and almost like you're looking at her in a zoo or something that like she's got these big girl problems and she's like damn near 12 years old. Yeah, exactly. Like it's so unexpected. She's in trouble with the law. Exactly. She's in trouble with the law. She's in trouble for Grand Theft Auto. She's in trouble, you know, like Mm -hmm. the shit coming out of her mouth versus like her physical package of being like a white eighth grader from basically the suburbs. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just this sort of like expectation meets reality mm-hmm. difference that is kind of captivating. But then I also started to think, I think there's a Shirley Temple comparison here. Shirley Temple? Explain. I think that like a cute little girl mm-hmm. acting like three times her age. Doing funny grown-up stuff. Doing funny grown-up stuff. Yeah. Almost, it comes across as precocious no matter the situation. She definitely seems precocious. Yeah, I'll give, I'll give her that. Whether she's like acting good, like, you know, Shirley Temple tap dancing and shit. Uh-huh. Or acting bad, like Danielle. Definitely, yeah. Where people love a precocious little white girl. They do. They I really guess so. Do. So, okay, after the show, mm-hmm. she gets sentenced or like sent to one of those teen survival camps that okay. was so popular in the I feel like more in the early 2000s but did the cameras fine. follow her there was there like a tv show about that um a little bit a of little bit they was. try to like yeah. res- they do try to respect their like you know like how intervention will do one yeah, or two right. interviews yeah. at the rehab facility with them but yeah. they're not going to be there the whole time man i hate how dr phil acts like he's fucking like actually doing good work, I like know. he's a good person. I know. It's just fuck. He can be so sanctimonious about this stuff. It's just for TV. He's really yeah. he's a good TV personality. Yeah, yeah, totally. He knows what he's doing. Totally. Um. So he took Danielle to some place called Turnabout Ranch. It's a re- <laughs> <laughs> it's a residential program in uh-huh. Escalante, Utah. Nice. And it quote specializes in mod modeling when i first read that i was like what what are they doing (laughs) no like modeling good behavior (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. specializing in modeling and shaping honesty accountability responsibility teamwork and leadership in troubled teens yeah i wonder how much of that stuck yeah 
At Turnabout Ranch, she was um, responsible for caring for a small horse named Chief, who seemed nice. to really resonate with her. I don't know. She got along with Chief. She loved Chief. Yeah. And she theorized about the horse's name when they followed up with her on the Dr. Phil show, uh-huh. um, offering, quote, I guess it's because he's little and he thinks he runs stuff. And she compared that to her. And she was like, me and Chief are the same. Yeah, yeah. Somebody she could really talk to. Yeah. Actually, Get on though, the same level with. Horse therapy mm-hmm. has been one of the only successful things studied about rehabilitating people with trauma. No shit? Mm-hmm. Give them a horse? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Horse is a big, dangerous animal. I'd be kind of scared to get a junkie around a horse. Yeah, I don't know about junkie, but like... I think that's but like part a PTSD, of the therapy is like, like a, you have to be in control. Like you have to be yeah. energetically confident. Well, that's a good point. Otherwise, this thing will like smell run. you and run away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So they, so, you know, okay. So big guy comes home from Iraq, wants up mm-hmm. beating his crap out of his kids. Give him a horse. Yeah. And then he'll chill out. Yeah. Nice. There's a really famous program in California that's run by a bunch of psychologists that's sort of like a horse farm for people who've experienced like severe, severe trauma. And I listened to this whole thing about it with one of these women Mm -hmm. was um, J.C. Dugard. Does does that name ring a bell? No idea what. So she was kidnapped in like the 90s. And she was one of those cases where she was kept alive, basically like. As a sex slave in a dungeon. Oh my god, this is fucking awful, And dude. she had, like, two kids in there and everything. Like, she, like, got <laughs> See, pregnant. See, I was picturing Jeremy Renner from, like, The Hurt Locker. <laughs> I know, it gets you know worse. I mean? But she eventually... She was in a Fritzl situation. Like, got to a situation where she was able to say, um, I'm J.C. Dugard. Like, please, someone help me. Yo, and my god. And everyone obviously thought she was dead. I think, I think yeah. she was 29 years old when she got out, and she was... I think she was like 13, 14 when she Jesus got kidnapped. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. For a long dude. time. Oh my God. And the content that you consume, Kelsey Ann. horses. She's been rehabilitated with horses. That's good news. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad that they could erase those 16 years she spent <laughs> in a fucking basement giving birth to fucking like underground babies? Yeah. Are you kidding? And they know. just leave the babies down there, squirm around and fucking. I guess. Well, she had to have an unmedicated birth. Oh, Jesus. You, this is fucked up. So even why um, do you watch videos like this? It's soothing to me. It's not soothing. That's horrifying. I know it's a toxic <laughs> trait, but I like to know that other people's life sucks worse than mine. <laughs> That's girl <laughs> it's shit. Fun. <laughs> um, so even oh Barbara God. Ann said that she thought Danielle changed a lot at Turnabout, mm-hmm. and she said, "quote Danny went to being this little tough girl, went from being this little tough girl mm-hmm. to being just a normal kid. A lot of people didn't think she could do it, and she proved them all wrong." Well, that's great. When Danielle returned home, however, yeah, <laughs> yeah, she immediately uh, violated the boundaries of the behavior contract that was set up by Turnabout Ranch. Okay, and um. But, By you know, at this point, Barbara Ann had accepted that her daughter's, like, new behaviors, which were, like, sort of being addicted to her phone and skipping school mm-hmm. and just being, like, I guess, dismissive. Okay, check that out. Were way better than, like, stealing running cars. away, stealing cars. That's and true, like, I guess. I'm taking my battles here. Yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, that's normal teenage shit, yeah. being addicted to your phone and, yeah. like, skipping school and, like, being like, oh, whatever, Ooh, mom. Exactly. Shut up. 
So Danielle didn't say anything. You don't negative get me. Only horses get me. About her experience um, publicly at the time. I mean, she wasn't famous yet, so she didn't really have a public platform yet. So it mm-hmm. kind of makes sense. But fast forward all the way to March 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, Brigoli updated a video to her YouTube channel saying that she witnessed and experienced abuse at Turnabout Ranch. She said that um, stat- she witnessed like sexual abuse. That of she course. Like, she saw it. Of course. And she also said that when she got there, staffers forced her to sit absolutely still for three straight days without what? moving and without sleeping. Jesus Christ. And that like she would like fall asleep and they'd be like no 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 like, oh my god dude yeah. so you send your kid off to turnabout ranch to torture him and then hang out with large animals yeah what the fuck who thought that keeping somebody awake and motionless for three days was gonna help anything i know it's really grotesque the only thing that would do to me is like make me want to kill you you mm-hmm. know what i mean i would like if I had the power to, I would I would go away plotting like to do something Revenge. awful to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I had this kind of personality, I would like yeah. Yeah, or it would just mentally break you. So then you're just yeah, a maybe shell. so. Okay. Oh. Is that what you guys wanted? Like, like you they know? can't do a lobotomy anymore, but they can do this. Yeah, kind of. Shit. Um, and she calls out Dr. Phil directly uh, for sending teenagers on the show to this facility. And he responded um, in an interview saying mm-hmm. that he is unaware of the ranch's actions and he does not get feedback from them, like progress reports. And she sent and she uploaded another video saying, uh, in fact, the ranch does send progress reports to Dr. Phil. Uh, she knows that for a fact. So he knows everything yeah, that's going you, on. Fuck you, Philip. Yeah. Dr. Philip, fuck you. So let's talk about lawsuits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in Please. January 2017, um, Bergoli and her mother sued three separate companies for infringing her intellectual property rights. By oh, using... no. They put a copyright on uh, Catch Me Outside? How about that? Well, they didn't put a copyright on it, which is why they're suing the companies for like infringement of intellectual property. There was no copyright. It was just like, wait, wait, wait. That's my thing, and we can prove it, and you're putting it on shirts and selling it, and I'm not getting any money. Damn. Um, I don't know if they were successful. Uh-huh. That's why I'm not. I don't think they have oh, a copyright because okay. I don't know if they successfully sued. Interesting. Um, but they they tried. They almost sued Walmart. I know this was wow. not one of the three companies that they ended up suing because they dropped that one. I feel like that's probably just it's too big of a fish. Yeah, like they, I can't they imagine taking Walmart years. to court. Yeah, yeah. fuck no. Um, but I guess Walmart was using her catchphrase on T-shirts. Also, of course, Walmart is selling that trashy, fucking stupid phrase on I T-shirts. Know, I know. Jesus, dude. Um. Later this year, she was nominated for, and this year meaning 2017, follow along, follow closely. Mm-hmm. Um, she was nominated for the 2017 MTV Movie and TV, TV Awards in the trending category. What the fuck? What? So I just like, just if like you're a, a joke online? Trending. Yeah. Wow. Which, that even sucks. that, even the trending category means to me that, I wrote this before I found out, mm-hmm. she has a manager already. Like... I was like, I don't think nominations. Yeah, like that she's got a whole like publicity are team. Are completely yeah. random. Like it's not like someone's opinion of like what's trending. Like is it I Barbara? Imagine... Does she have a momager? Uh, no, it's not Barbara. Ann. But I'm... she's got a team. Well, yeah. I mean, I was just like, I would imagine that even a low level MTV movie award, whatever nominee, no, yeah, yeah, nomination would be campaigned for, kind of like how they do Oscars and everything else. Yeah, like, I'm sure it campaigning is. Campaigning for awards. I'm sure it is. And then I found out. 
exactly January 2017, mm-hmm. she was signed to a music manager named Adam Kluger. <laughs> <laughs> so she did have a manager. And I'm sure wow. he's campaigning for her. A music manager. Mm-hmm. I mean, had she expressed any kind of musical talent at all? Or yeah. was it just like, she's famous, like, let's squeeze every like drop of juice out of this situation we possibly can? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And he initially received a lot of backlash within the industry. And I got a yeah. quote from him. He I says, mean- <laughs> everybody got weird. I wasn't even mad that they were bashing Danielle because everyone was bashing Danielle at the time. Yeah. I was like, you really don't believe I know what I'm doing? Don't bet the horse, bet the jockey. All right. Which I mean, could we you keep be circling back around to horses here? Oh yeah. Yeah. Also, he called her a horse in that analogy. Yeah, it just makes me so sick. Like, yeah, this is how these people think of talent. Yeah, they think that you're just a piece of meat. Yeah, and that Actors, they're the real. Singers. Yeah, they're the real one who does the important work. Yeah, pulling all the strings and shit. Yeah, I mean, our industry is like a... You're a barnyard animal. That's what he's saying. Yeah, you're a barnyard animal that I ride yeah. to victory. Yeah. I'm in charge of you. It's fucked up. I'm a barnyard animal that can whip you to make you go faster. Uh, you know? Yeah. Or yeah. breed you or fucking whatever, man. Our industry, entertainment... The entertainment industry is like a rotted out, disgusting, fucking filthy, putrid mess. It's definitely... It's horrendous. It is rotting on the inside. Yeah. 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 So then um, she earned herself a second appearance on Dr. Phil in 2017. Oh, great. Because I'm sure the ratings for that first episode were just through Yeah, the they must have been huge. Yeah. Like, we said it once. Dr. Phil knows what he's doing. He yes. makes television shows, okay? Yeah. yeah. And he makes a shitload of money, like, capitalizing off of these broken people. Yeah. You know? She's TV gold, too. Yeah. So he's got to have her back. Absolutely. Um... So, but this time he forewent, forewent, yeah, foregone, forewent a live TV audience, and you know because of the thing where she was like threatening them, <laughs> yeah. but it was which is almost a gimmick on his part. It's totally a gimmick. But on his you part. could see how disappointed Danielle was. She really wanted to fight the audience. I think she just loves to perform for a crowd, it and must there was be. no crowd. It was Damn. just her, her mom, and Dr. and this Phil. fucking old guy. That's not fun. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. And it was on this Dr. Phil show appearance that Danielle coined a second, arguably less immediately iconic phrase, but, but notably snarky anyway, telling Dr. Phil, quote, I guess what's good for you is I made you just like Oprah made you. You were nothing before I came on this show. Wow. Which is still a quote that flies around that people like attribute to her. It's not as I made as you just like outside, Oprah made you. Yeah. Wow. Very cute. She's a cutie. She's she's <laughs> precocious. She's cocky as shit. Yeah. So, throwing punches on a plane, February 2017. In the same week, Danielle returned to the doctor. 2017? Yeah, we're still in 2017. Oh, my she's God. So she's, so she's wiling out on a plane, and then three years later, everybody else starts to wile out on planes. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, she's... She's tapped completely into... You remember in 2020 when everybody got, like... Lost their mind on an airplane? Yeah, there were, like, shit tons of, like, violent incidents on airplanes because people were... People were just freaking out. I'm not sure exactly (laughs) what was in the water, but... Yeah, I I'm telling you, she has her finger, like... She has her finger on the electric current of the zeitgeist. She just is a pure thermometer for what American culture is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. So, so who is she fighting with on a fucking airplane? So, okay. 
she and her mother Barbara Ann were banned from Spirit Airlines, which like Spirit Airlines. From Spirit, seriously. Jesus like, Christ! How low do you have to stoop? I know they should so, just put you on the no-fly list. Barbara Ann evidently was taking too long putting her luggage in an overhead bin, mm-hmm. <laughs> and another passenger began to complain. And Danielle punched this passenger in the face. Oh, great. Yeah. Proportionate response. Of yeah. course. Of course. So they were escorted off the plane, obviously. Yeah. Um, then something good happens. Danielle stars in Kodak Black's Everything 1K video. Okay. And I mean, he, she was no, she had never come up with any, she doesn't have a music track. She doesn't have a, like she was. She had a manager though. She's just a girl from Dr. Phil who has a manager. Yeah, damn. Um, and she's famous Kodak for Black being a is, little you know, snotty like a little bitch. Pretty breakout Florida rapper, I'd say. Like people know He's from him. Florida. Yeah. Kodak Black? Yeah. Amazing. There's like a West Palm Beach scene. So like Boynton Beach, not that far from West Palm. Kodak Black, that other guy who's like. Da baby. Uh, maybe. There, there's a lot, like, a lot of these like. What do you call it? Trap rap? Yeah, I guess trap. Like a lot of them are from the West Palm Beach area. It's kind of wow. wild. That explains why they all sound fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Have you ever listened to an interview with um, Kodak Black, by the way? Just yeah, one of I've the... heard one clip where he says like, I'm black, but I'm white when you see me outside. No, that's a lyric from It's oh, <laughs> a lyric from one of his songs. Okay, goes, that well that sticks in my, my mind. My name Kodak Black, but when you see me, I'm white. Very Explain good. that shit. I have no fucking idea what that guy maybe means. It's too deep for us. Yeah, maybe maybe we're the real simpletons here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be. That's probably it. We're stupid, not him. So she sits on a Rolls Royce and like lip syncs the song and like she just does some shit. Um, yeah, yeah. She's, she's wearing a, a t-shirt girl in a rap video. Cash me outside. Nice. Yeah. That hopefully she was making money off of. Yeah. Yeah. In June 2017, yeah. she's arrested and pleads guilty to charges of grand theft, marijuana possession. Yo, again? Stop <laughs> thieving. No. And filing a false... This one's from before. Filing a false police report on her mother. Remember? Yeah. Um... To which she is sentenced five years probation. Damn. A hundred hours community service. So she's still serving that sentence. And mandatory classes in sexual education and domestic violence, I guess, against her mother, (laughs) I guess. I don't know. You would think she'd still be serving that sentence. But in June, I'm sorry, July, one month later, Mm -hmm. it ended. So she was only on probation for a month. Because she hired a new lawyer. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Damn. She got that paycheck from Kodak Black. I know. And then all like, of a sudden. Literally, money fixes everything. Wow. Um, her father, Ira, uh-huh. like I said previously, out of the picture, was said to be fighting for legal custody. Back? Yeah, of yeah. course. You fucking worm. Yeah. Fuck you, dude. Because she's the cash cow. She's the little golden yeah, cow. Yeah, exactly. Now. He's tired um, of working on the force. He was on donuts a, at 4 <laughs> a Dr. Phil episode, too. So he, and I he wonder was? how much you make for being, do you think you make money being on a Dr. Phil episode? Do I don't think paid? they pay you to be on Dr. Phil. Mm. Okay, well, anyway. Unless you're like, you know, you don't do interviews and like Dr. Phil's like, hey, come here. Like, we need you on the show or something mm. like that, you know? Okay. Maybe her second interview, she got paid something. Because I'm like, what's in it for him? You know, like, what? Besides, maybe maybe it helps his legal case. No, he gonna... gets to be on TV. Just for that? Yeah, for sure. Hmm. All right. Well, it was it was there was no Danielle there or anyone. It was just right. him and Doctor Phil. Mm-hmm. Um, and he 
he said that he was fighting for custody of her because he worries that she's being groomed for a pornographic career because of her odd rise to fame. Jeez. <laughs> a pornographic career? Yeah. I mean, he's basically not wrong. He's not wrong. He's basically not wrong. Like, the entertainment industry is... It, I mean, it's all porn. Like, we're all just little yeah. sluts being, you know... Yeah. <laughs> That's what we do, you know, no matter what area of the entertainment industry you're in. It's you're you're a porn star. That's interesting. The, so, and you're being pimped out. Yeah. He's right. Um but at the same time I don't buy it. I think he wants I think he wants money. I think he does. Too. You know, I think he wants in. So in August 2017, um she drops a single. Her first single. Really? Yes. It's called These Hoes. Do you want to <laughs> take a guess at how it may, it may be spelled? Um, these hoes? Mm-hmm. Just the hoes part. Okay. A- is it H-O-Z or something like that? No. Good creative try. Okay. Um, H-E-A-U-X. Oh my God, dude. These hoes. <laughs> hoes. And she releases it under the name Bad Baby. Bad Baby. B-H-A-D-B-H-A-B-I-E. Bad Bobby. <laughs> On August Bub-bub-bye. 24th, 2017. Uh-huh. And... This single reaches number 77 on Billboard's Hot 100 list. That's pretty huge That's for the huge. only musical thing you've ever done in your whole fucking life. Making 14-year-old Brigoli the youngest female rap artist to debut on the Billboard Hot 100. That is fucking ever. crazy, dude. Yeah. A little white girl from Boynton Beach. I know. Man. And the success of these hoes um, prompted Atlantic <laughs> Records to sign her to Shut a multi-album recording up, contract. Multi-album recording contract? Yes, So sir. now the world is cursed with multiple bad baby albums? Yes, sir. Yet to come? Yes, sir. Holy fucking shit. Wow, these hoes, huh? We got to listen to these hoes. Okay, she's getting out of a car. She's, she's being 14. dropped off in a Bentley. 14-year-old, looking like 25. Mm-hmm. Bad yeah. These ho. Ho. There's no S. It's just these ho. Okay. Oh, we got a... Fucking... We got a rapper upstairs with an AK-47. This is definitely Florida. We're in some like weird shitty housing complex in Florida. Oh my god, this is tra- this is garbage, babe. <laughs> this is terrible. Oh my god. And it's like it's got these like visual effects on it. Like it looks like um everything's like like kind of hazy, like you're tripping on something, like you've been drinking too much lean or whatever. Dude, she's I keep playing. I have to see more. These matches is be on the flow. Who feeds off attention? 
How much money do you think this fucking video costs? And that's it, and she just wow. gets back in the car. Oh my god, dude. I think it's pretty low budget, no? That was like how much how much music did you even get out of that? It was like a minute and a half of her I know, talking kind of. That's what confuses me is like a lot of her first like singles are like not songs. And I, I feel like I might just be too old to understand <laughs> that like no one cares about a song. That was not a song. You know, I think maybe it's like these little like maybe it's like catchphrases. It's like music is more bite sized now. It's like just a little freestyle or a little verse and they release it to keep like the public interested. Yeah, we got, you're right. We so, got one chorus out of that yeah, whole song. Yeah, because something else you're going to see, and she's not the only one, uh-huh. it's like she releases single after single after single after single. Like, <laughs> And it's like she doesn't, she doesn't so release funny. an album. And then it's like if you tallied up all those singles, you don't have an album. Right. <laughs> but I, I think it has something to do with like, why would you in this 24-hour news cycle, fucking social media, like people scrolling all day, mm-hmm. why would you release one thing, like, I'm sorry, release 12 things one time, mm-hmm. and then people literally forget about you for like a year until yeah, you have 12 more songs. Instead of continuously releasing. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's actually a strategy. Oh, my God. Yeah, totally. Or it could just be that she she publishes every song that she writes like she speaks every thought that pops into her head. Yeah, but now she's you know being I mean? managed so heavily that it's the, the they're signed like So they're keeping us on a steady drip of Bod Bobby. I think that's the plan. Bod the Bob yeah. Yes. I yes. cannot believe dude, she <laughs> this is so fucking crazy. It's like she's famous for being like a like a F student. Yeah. Like she everything's misspelled. Like she can't, she can't speak correctly. Mm-mm. Like she's just like a, she seems like a fucking, like a fucking head case. Or she seems like I don't know. She seems like she's like being held back in the eighth grade permanently. You I know? mean, she kind of is. Yeah. And you know that old saying, like the, the day you become famous is the day you stop stop aging, maturing, and aging. So like she might just be an eighth grader forever. Oh my god! But. You said it was a bad song, and I'm about to embarrass the shit out of myself, but like... You love it. It's kind of catchy. You love it. Oh. <laughs> it's a little bit catchy. Okay. I like the line about uh, these hoes are so broke, like... Their they, mattresses, their mattresses on the floor. are on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Think whatever. Okay. Yeah. So All right. she then releases a song called No, but it's Hi garbage, Bish. Kelsey, and you have to know. It's gar- I know it's garbage. But you, le- you love garbage. <laughs> I can't talk. I, I, I research. I researched Danielle, and now I'm, I'm fucking mush mouth just like her. Oh, shit is happening. I know. I'm transforming to my real self, my Florida woman you self. You are a Florida woman. All right. So then she releases a song called Hi Bish. Um, Hi, bish, as in like, hello, you're a bitch. Yes. Hi, bish. And it reaches number 17 on the Billboard Hot 100. Oh my God, dude. She releases another song, What You Know, um, alongside of a video. It receives over 3 million views in 24 hours. Oh my God. Like, we Gen let Z her is legitimately buying her famous, stuff. Like, yeah. We let her become famous. I how know. do we let, how, as a society, America produced this? I know. This is what we've all done together. Culturally speaking. She then releases another single, I Got It, followed by Mama Don't Worry, Still Ain't Dirty in December. Um, In that one, she raps about her past and her appearance in the Dr. Phil show, saying it should be forgot. Damn. Forget about that. In another timeline, 
she's like being arrested for like assaulting somebody at a Publix, like yeah. screaming for disrespecting her. You know, yeah, what I mean? throwing like, her flip flops at the cashier, yeah, like exactly. jumping on the conveyor belt. You know what? She might wind up getting arrested for exactly that in this timeline too. <laughs> The, like, the only difference is the amount of money has no and limits. publicity they've yes. got. Yeah. Holy yes. shit, dude. Um, yeah, and I like in these earlier. So I watched like pretty much all her videos. Yeah. And I one thing I do notice even more so than the like the white to black thing where like she starts out like it's clear she's okay. Let's white. talk about that. So you're saying like at the beginning of her career she was a little white girl. Yeah, well, um, that she had is. sort of hood styling. Yeah, and then she started tanning herself more and more. Like, Not what was like, she putting makeup on, or what? Yeah, it was mostly makeup. It wasn't like tanning so much, but it was like certain makeup, certain like filters, mm-hmm. certain like like doing different stuff with her hair. She dolezalled. A she little bit. She wanted to be seen yeah. as melanated. Kinda, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Okay. But even so, I I kind of knew that going in, mm-hmm. but then. Another thing that struck me is like this progression from being like kind of a cute girl next door mm-hmm. to being literally Instagram face. Dude, she a cute girl next door? I I mean maybe cuz you didn't see Isn't the a girl I thought a girl next door is like a sweet like apple cheeked like I mean maybe Or is a girl next door like a like no, a No, no, they're girl. supposed to be like wholesome. I guess what I mean is like <laughs> the hottest girl in your 8th grade class. That's her. Yeah. Okay, versus, sure. like, an Instagram model. I see. And, like, this idea that there is an Instagram face mm-hmm. that pretty much everyone morphs into. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like, the uh, the almond-shaped eyes that sort of, like, lift up. Um, yeah, yeah. Little, like, little button nose, like, sort of like an alpine. Like, like uh, euphoria face. I don't know what that means. The, the TV show. All the Zoomers watch. Yeah. They're all, like, Instagram people. I think they tried Sydney really Sweeney. hard, like too hard, to uh, make everyone look super unique in that show. Oh, okay. All right. Like, I'm speaking out of turn. I here. think a little, yeah. Okay. I mean, Instagram face is a thing. You look it up, it's a thing. Yeah, for sure. And okay. people get their plastic surgeries and their fillers and everything to emulate this one ideal of beauty that was that I think is waning in popularity. It looks now. like you have like an, a filter. Yeah, yeah. I've seen I've seen this shit like the sort of the, che- the sculpted cheekbones, the really big lips. Yeah. Small nose. Yeah, the upturned nose thing. Mm-hmm. That's really funny. The yeah. button nose. Yeah. Like a Cindy Lou Who. Yeah. Like a Who from Whoville. Yeah, I for know. sure. Um, and like, you know, she does a little bit of that. She sort of like morphs into that. And I, mm-hmm. She fights back on it hard when called out later and mm-hmm. says like, I got half a vial of lip filler and I forget some one other thing. Mm-hmm. And she's like, trust me, I have no filter. Like when I get my nose done, y'all will be the first to know. <laughs> like she's like, I get my makeup done professionally now. Okay. Uh-huh. Like, and to, to her credit, she really hasn't gotten a nose job. And I think her nose is like one of her more unique and defining features. And I just feel like, I just, it's a shame to me that a girl who's like cute, mm-hmm. but normal cute, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. like they all go away. They all die. They all vanish because they all become Instagram face. So then yeah. it's just the same face you're looking at all the time. And it's a really pretty face. The Instagram face is really cute. Uh-huh. It's beautiful, but... Ugh, that's the only one there is. <laughs> you know? Is there a male equivalent to this? Is it like the uh, the broccoli top thing? Yeah. Like broccoli TikTok top, boys? Um, square jaw. Yeah. 
like smooth baby skin. Yeah, yeah. They're like they're um they're like, like muscular, but they're like really thin too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> TikTok boys. Yeah. TikTok boys that's living like a in a TikTok, TikTok house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're all fucking each other. They have to be. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Otherwise, man, TikTok house seems like a dark place. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they're all getting fucked by the manager. Oh, they probably are. They definitely are. The manager's so, getting a piece. That's sure, for sure, sure. A piece of whatever. Ass. Yeah. yeah. I want to show you another video. So Please. this one is called Gucci Flip Flops. And this is perhaps her most. That's it. Shit. This is perhaps her most famous song to date. Uh-oh. Okay. So it was like 1950s suburbia. Black and white. And it cuts to bad Bobby. Okay. Okay, can you pause it? It's it's better. It doesn't she evolve? It's better. Yeah. She has a flow. I know. That first one she was really just like speaking with autotune. But I this know. is like she actually developed kind of a flow. Yeah, and there's a point of view I'm to impressed. this. I'm impressed. I thought it was gonna cringe, but like this is no, it's not, I, it can, it's she not continues to get better. And today she's quoted as being like, listen, guys, I started releasing music when I was 13. Yeah, so it's I'm not em- good. It's embarrassing. Like, yeah. I'm embarrassed. I'm not like that anymore. Wow. Like, I'm developing my own style, my own flow. Like, I'm actually going to be really rapping. Like, you're going to see some, like, artistry from me. Like, I promise. Wow. Like, okay, yeah. sure. So she can admit fault for something. I'll tell you what, she's no Missy Elliott. You know, she's no she's no Lauren Hill. She's no, no. Missy Elliott. But no. like it's not it's not horrible. No, I it's know. It's not horrible. Started and off horrible. And you know what? It's better than that fucking dumbass, awful fucking trap flow that every rapper's been but like know. all triplets, the whole song, the whole fucking I feel song. like they don't get enough criticism and she gets too much. Um, yeah. Okay. In this regard, I'm with you. So this Gucci flip-flops is featuring Lil Yachty, too, which was huge. Lil Yachty. Sure. Um, I mean, like, compared to where she was at the time, like, having That's Lil Yachty That's a big Yachty star. Yeah, there. Lil Yachty's a big star, for sure. Yeah. Wow. Um, is he from Florida? Georgia. Georgia. Okay. Close enough. Yeah. Pretty close. Yeah. So, um, it's... It only peaked at 80 on the Billboard Hot 100, but it's still her most like famous song, I would say. So, Damn, I don't know, right. whatever. It was a bad moment. Um, she released another single called Trust Me featuring Ty Dolla Sign, also in 2018. Okay. So the people that she has on her tracks just keep getting more and more famous. Yeah, no shit. Um, and she releases a video for Trust Me featuring appearances from Theo Vaughn and Bella Thorne. Yeah. Okay, who's Bella Thorne? Um, she's an ex-Disney star turned porn star. Whoa, no also shit. Also a Florida woman. No shit. Yes. See? Do you see? I know. She's really Florida's like up too. becoming a, it's like a factory for, Florida's contribution to the entertainment landscape is 
producing all these like fuckable children. That's what it is. I know. Rest she was in a peace, Disney Aaron star who turned into a porn star. Yeah, yeah she's Aaron a Disney Carter, star who was like heavily traumatized, who ended up like doing the thing that all Disney children do, which is like going crazy. Yeah. And she. She Amanda Bynes. Does a bunch of porn stuff. She directs porns too, though. Wow. And she won like a an award at like a porn awards, like for something she directed. A porn award. But she, she also por- wrote she like she does performance porn. art. That's like really whack. And she okay. wrote like a a book of poems about yeah, like being crazy. raped a bunch and stuff. And it's oh like, my just God. first of all, I'm sorry. The poetry's bad. So yeah. it's just like, it's really cringy yeah. on top of the fact that obviously this woman is like really struggling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This <laughs> yeah. is terrible. That's yeah. fucked up too. Yeah. Bella Thorne. Jesus. Little mini tragedy there. And we're back. We, uh, had an interruption that made us have to stop for an entire day. It's never happened before. I had to go to a job interview and I got to the interview and well, they bought me a cup of coffee and that was awesome. This is nice. But have you ever been in an interview for a low wage job, a nothing job where they, the, the person interviewing you cannot stress enough how informal the interview is. I found that really unnerving. They were like, you know, it's just me and you talking, okay? I'm just getting to know you. I like to keep it real casual. That's why I bought you the coffee. (laughs) This is super informal, okay? We're talking just like regular people. I'm not the manager. This is just a extremely informal interview, okay? It's just like, okay, the more you say that, the the weirder it feels. Yeah, his tone is like warning too. Yeah, you know what I mean? Weird. Like there's something odd about that. Yeah. I feel anyway. like he's going to lean in and smell you deeply. For a job that should be basically a nothing job. Dude, it literally is. It's just retail selling fucking like skin cream and shit for $16 an hour. $16 an hour. And the, the fucking interview the, lasted an hour. Hour and a half. This is crazy. And they grilled me. Grilled me. About like all these different questions, my expectations. They really put me through the gauntlet. They like yeah. showed me how to like do inventory and like, I mean, honestly, the job was involved. I have to give them, I have to say, like, there were so many softwares to learn and so many like rules and so. Right. And I'm like, can a bitch just, just sell skincare for $16 an hour? Like, no. that's nothing anyway. That's a fucking sneeze in a tissue. Like, seriously. And, but you're taking an hour and a half out of my life and grilling me about, like, if I'm going to be a good, just fuck off. They man. had to, it's because they, they obviously have offloaded a bunch of, like, managerial and administrative responsibility onto the fucking employees yeah, themselves. That's what it seems like. And they just expect everybody to just, like, you know, go, like, well, that's life. You know, you got to go to work. Everybody's got to work like that kind of, you know, stupid fucking servile attitude. I mean, the job responsibilities that were outlined for me, I was like, so I'm like a manager. Yeah, exactly. Like literally you're doing way too much shit. Yeah. Anyway, back to our regularly scheduled episode about a sexy child. Wait, one more thing, though. Uh At the end of the interview, an hour and a half later, Uh the sun had set. They gave me a gift bag on my way out. Yeah, full of stuff. And I was like. When I looked at what was in the gift bag, I was like, I didn't get the job. Because <laughs> they gave you too much shit. They gave huh? me really good they shit. They felt sorry for you. I think so. They were you like, she just wasted her it's time fine. here. 
It's fine. Fuck that fucking um, job anyway. But since then, I've had Gucci flip flops in a in my sock. I don't, I don't really know the words, <laughs> no, but check the wrist. Stuck in my head, yeah. Check the wrist. She kind of does an island boy thing on that one line. Does she? She, does, she gets a little Jamaican. Little wristwatch. <laughs> you think so? A little, yeah. <laughs> She the Island Boys are also from West Palm, by the way. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. A lot of fucking tragic morons from West Palm. <laughs> I know. It's really sad. Oh, yeah. You know, that was Epstein's hunting ground. Yeah. This is where yeah. he went to go find sexy kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they keep pumping out these sexy kids. <laughs> what is what, what are you supposed to do? to do? Okay. Yeah. Back to the sexy baby. Um, <laughs> so she, okay. Get this, Nathan. Uh-huh. In 2018, yeah. she's nominated in the category of Best Female Rap Artist. For a Grammy? For a Billboard Music Award. Oh my goodness. That's this wild. Like I've really been defending her. Success. Well, for sure. And she I've been like... She does not deserve that at all. That's way too much credit. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. That's way you're too just much. You're going to take her, pull the slingshot back, and in two years, she puts out her first single in 2016, yeah. and then fucking shoots herself to the top of the Billboard. Yeah. Um the top of the billboard billboard in two years <laughs> yeah the billboard <laughs> um her competition is cardi b and Nicki minaj oh hilarious i dude. mean like again i actually two i've had her song stuck in my head i've had gucci flip-flops stuck in my head hey, i kind of like this it is girl a okay catchy song. it's yeah. pretty catchy i'm rooting and for her like i keep saying she's got her finger on the pulse of the zeitgeist yeah she's a culture machine she can't stop herself but at the same time so it makes sense that like st- Stupid, mm-hmm. inane, babbling, dumbass music like this, <laughs> which is very Jeez. catchy. Yeah, it's very catchy, but it's for it's by and for morons. Um, yeah, no offense. I enjoy it too, so I'll I'll go ahead and jump <laughs> in the, the moron swimming pool with all the rest of you. But um, it makes sense that you don't need to have any sort of like any sort of technical training or anything like that, that you could just ride completely on your intuition to yeah. make music like this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I mean, like, to be put alongside Cardi B and Nicki Minaj is Nicki like, Minaj, that's a little much, y'all. Yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't consider her in the same category. I mean, they make, like, sort of similar music, I guess, mm, but, like... Yeah. Cardi uh, B. What about Cardi B? I think, I think she's, she's a more in line with Cardi B. Yeah. I think yeah. Cardi B is kind of a dumbass. Oh, it seems like it. I've seen yeah. interviews with her. Yeah, it's rough. Just hearing her listen and respond to questions is yeah. like, oof. Right, it's same like, thing it with this, this makes girl. makes my tendons ache. I'm like, oh, <laughs> God. Help her. Someone help her. Someone finish her sentence for her, please. A and B are not connected. <laughs> and forget no, about not. C. They're not, but she's super successful. And yeah, people it, love her music. Good on her. You don't need to be worth much to be successful i'm sorry i'm sorry cardi b i no listen she has more money than i have by far by far she has achieved the heights of success and fame and fortune so like you know i can't say that she's like completely worthless but i'm saying like if we're talking about who's the best musician um we shouldn't even be talking about these two artists at all yeah even the best female rapper I know. Like, the list goes on and on and on, way above these guys. Yeah. You know? Um, but it doesn't matter. You don't have to be good at stuff to be successful. Missy Elliott's That's my the favorite. point I'm trying to drive home, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Missy Elliott is an absolute... <sighs> she rules. ...boss. Queen. She absolutely fucks up the track. I know. Yeah. 
So Bergoli reveals to Billboard's Kevin Kenny that mm-hmm. she was asleep when the news broke and that she was nominated when she was nominated for her first Billboard Music Award. Um, she says, quote, I got a call from my manager and I had just done some really stupid shit. So he was like, I thought there was nothing that could save you. But congrats, kid. You were just nominated. And I was like, huh? OK. <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm talking about? Yeah. I think that's what? what I think that's what makes people successful sometimes. Like Yeah, just just not like she doesn't give a fuck. She doesn't give a fuck if she like fucks up. Like yeah. she doesn't care. She'll take all the credit for any good thing that happens to her and like although she admitted she did some stupid shit, but it didn't seem like she cared that much. Yeah. I wonder what she's talking about. Was she like was she getting into trouble with, like, drugs or something? Like, what happened? I don't know. I mean, th- this wasn't that long after she just got off probation. Right. So, I right, mean, I guess right. she was technically supposed to be on probation yeah, during yeah. the Billboard Music Awards. Man. Um, I found a quote, and I didn't know exactly when to bring it up, but mm-hmm. I'm just going to bring it up right now. This is from Danielle. Um, she says, I'm always going to do my own thing. I want to be something. Whether I'm 19 years old working at a pet store or I'm 19 years old with a number one record, I want to be the biggest I can be to my crowd, no matter what my crowd is. Okay. I just kind of liked that. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's an interesting attitude. I mean, I I don't understand why she said pet shop. (laughs) I don't know. And she knows damn well that she wouldn't be satisfied with everyone at the pet shop being like, damn, she's the best pet shop. No, I don't think she means in terms of like working. I think she just means like... She wants to be like the most popular, most influential, like baddest, like not bad as in like does. bad, just like no, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, whatever her circle of friends is. Uh-huh. I don't know she talks. She talks she a lot about like one. having been the popular girl a lot, like the popular girl who everyone hated or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, which we all know. I, hey, I was her for a few years. Yeah, too. I know. I know you um, were. Lucky you. <laughs> it is a pretty privileged position to be in. Uh-huh. But yeah, no, I just, I just think that's like she wants to be important to the people around yeah. her this and is, like this have is, the most do you remember when i was comparing her to donald trump like the the narcissism and yeah. the like grandiosity yeah it's the same fucking thing like donald trump whatever like he was in the real estate business but he like that's his same drive is to be regarded as the best yeah yeah also like dj khaled you know <laughs> oh what my i mean God. also we Florida the best man. music yeah um These, there's something to this like Kind of being like an energetic Forrest Gump, like running at top speed towards your goals with absolutely no regard for whether it's even a meaningful thing to do or the right thing to do. Or how you're going to do it when you get there. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, they both But that's how they navigate life. And it seems to fucking work out. Definitely monetarily. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So she also discusses her infamous, you know, 2016 appearance on Dr. Phil. Yeah. Um... And she divulges that while she's still herself, she Uh has, quote, changed everything since then. When asked if she thinks that she was fairly represented on the show, she says, no, not at all. But then I also look back and I'm like, I wish I could smack myself because something's wrong with me. Yeah, 100%. So even she knows. So we all agree. (laughs) You shouldn't be fighting the fucking audience, dude. Yeah, or fighting your mom. Stop being mean to Barbara Ann. Stop being mean to Barbara Ann and stop stealing fucking cars. I know. Crazy. Uh, So, okay. Her first mixtape, which like is a term I need to wrap my old ass brain around. Okay. I'm of a different generation. I'm like, what what is that? Is that like a debut album? And it kind of seems like it is. I never hear... 
I like don't hear the word album when I'm looking at like her and her peers. Maybe and it's their not music. like long enough to be an album. Maybe an album has like a time requirement. Yeah, maybe that. I was also thinking like, you know how an album sort of like you get an impression that it's going to tell a story or that it has mm-hmm. some sort of like connecting spine, some sort of thematic mm-hmm. like lens. Mm-hmm. So maybe a mixtape is like songs that truly don't tell a story when put together. Or maybe it's it has to be grown in the, the album region of France. Otherwise, you, you call it mixtape. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, fine. Um, so she comes out with her mixtape, her first mixtape, on uh, in August 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, she announces that it's going to be called 15 because she's only 15. This is ridiculous. Um, she has guest appearances from Lil Yachty, Ty Dollar Sign, YG, Lil Baby, City Girls, and Asian Doll. Um, One day later, she receives a gold certification from the Recording Industry Association of America for her single, Gucci Flip Flops. Gucci Flip Flops. Meanwhile, she's still releasing a shit ton of singles Uh and doing, like, collabs with famous rappers. And I mean, like... Great, man. I mean, listen, good for her. I'm glad that she's doing that instead of stealing cars. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she embarks on a tour in 2018 as well. Yeah. Um, she does the U.S., Australia, and New Zealand. She's like a Florida Make-A-Wish. You know? <laughs> what do you mean? Just like she, she's this dumbass idiot from West Palm Beach who should have grown up to be nothing and nobody. But like she's, you know, she's literally like a famous, like a famous musician who like hangs out with celebrities and like makes millions of dollars and like has a gold album. It's like... If you could dip your hand into Florida and pick up one of the little Floridians and then just go, we're going to take you and we're going to make you rich. Mm-hmm. That's what happened to her. It's like yeah. a make-a-wish for Florida. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, her stage presence on tour is compared to early Britney Spears. Her stage presence on tour is compared to early Britney Spears. And what's the comparison? Like, she's just- not as good. No, is like, <laughs> I mean, like she's like really charismatic up there. Like that was like Britney's whole thing. Is she like, is as charismatic as Britney? I don't know. People are people were drawing a comparison. Yeah. Okay. Shit. And like that was the whole thing with Britney versus Christina. If you remember way back in the day, it's like Christina was obviously a better singer. Everyone knew that. Everyone could hear that and see that. But Britney put on a great show. Yeah, but Britney was the better performer. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. she had the presence. She had. She, you just couldn't take your eyes off of her. She just had, she could put on a show, you know? I just, that just reminded me, by the way, while you're reading off that list of artists, right now, currently, on the music scene, like in the rap game, there is Bad Baby, mm. Duh Baby, mm. Lil Baby, and Bad Bunny. There's a bad bunny too. There's a bad bunny too. Yeah. Wow. Babies. Babies. Baby stuff. Baby, What's with baby all the baby fever. stuff? <laughs> yeah. They've... Mama dada. <laughs> yeah, little mama, little dada. <laughs> oh my god. This should be my it's a baby boom. Yeah, little dada. Little dada. That's your little. That's your little name. Should be little dada or young dada. Ooh, I like young better. Young daddy. But Y U N G. Yeah. It has to be young dada. I love that. I like that. Ooh. Um, all right. So she keeps releasing music. I'm not going to go through it all. 2019, still, she's working with Kodak Black again. Blah, blah, blah. 2020. She's just releasing a shit ton of music, okay? 
Good for her. But um, I'm going to read from an article. Um, it's by Douglas Greenwood, and it's titled Bad Baby, How the Catch Me Outside Kid Became a Semi-Legit Rapper. He says, Semi-Legit. If yeah. you strip the story of Bad Baby's rise to fame back to its album, bare dude. bones, yeah, yeah, and view it simply as the story of a young girl with her sights set on doing something better with her life, your ability to criticize her for having her career handed to her on a plate is thrown into question. <laughs> what did you want Danielle Bergoli to do? Is escaping from the dreaded five minutes of fame something we should celebrate and, or berate musicians for? Would you rather troubled young kids from working class backgrounds shut up or made it? People just feel at liberty to criticize her because of where she came from. Well, also because she presents herself like a fucking idiot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's a there's legit criticisms to make a bad I baby. think so, but I don't think people are making many legit criticisms yeah, of which are there like, are many to make. Yeah. I think it's just like... This was a this girl's was a she's meme. A, she's supposed to be a joke. Yeah. And now she's actually a, like doing something. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, she's no Nas, but the majority of issues that people have with Bad Baby are applicable to so many people in the pop world today. Artifice, even in small measures, isn't anything to be ashamed of anymore. So let's focus on music and let this 15-year-old kid, which is, by the way, what she is at the end of the day, Jeez. have her fun. She's doing you no harm. That beef-laden carjacking history is well and truly in her past. Good for her. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, good take as far yeah, as I'm concerned. me too. So in 2019, she lands a deal with a beauty brand. Um, really? Yes. She announces an endorsement deal with Copycat Beauty, where she will promote the brand's products on her social media and music videos. And she will be reportedly making a percentage of the sales for the six-month deal. The deal was super successful. The company's sales uh, spiked, reaching 500,000 sales on the first day. Wow. Holy yeah. shit, dude. Also in 2019, she stars in a reality show. A reality show. Yeah, it's called Bringing Up Baby. Bringing up, spelled B H A B I E. <laughs> yes. Fuck. Yes, it's her new reality show. It would detail her life and her building her music career. Okay. It came out on Snapchat as a Snapchat original. Oh my god. Here's the poster for it. Okay. Shit, dude. A um, Snapchat yeah, original. I that know. is I didn't so even pathetic. Know that god damn it. Um, the series stars, of yeah, course, okay. Bad Baby. This is cultural trash. Yeah. But this it's great. Is total cultural trash. Yes. It's like garbage. a it's Snapchat reality this show. This is hot chips. About, yeah, literally, this is, this hot, is hot chips Cheetos. for your brain. Yes. Fuck, dude. I love it. That's hilarious. Um, her mother, Barbara Ann, and then her bodyguard, Frank Delato. Frank Delato. Um, the first season had 12 episodes. Uh, TMZ reported outstanding ratings of over 10 million unique views in its first 24 hours. During September 2019, the reality show was renewed by Snapchat for a second season due to air summer 2020. But it was later due to it was later delayed due to the COVID-19 pandemic, and then it was canceled later that year. Yeah, of course. I don't think Snapchat is even still around. I haven't heard heads nor tails. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I catered a Snapchat party once. Didn't you get COVID from that? That was the Yahoo party. Oh, the Yahoo party you got COVID at. The CEO went around and started shaking everyone's hands, including mine. Nice. He mm, gave you he COVID. Made, yeah. He infected um, They you. had a slide at their event, though. It was pretty cool. I went Ugh, down it. I hate corporate culture. Um, let's talk about 
Black fishing. Black fishing. I'm so excited Please, to actually get into this. Let's talk about black fishing. Okay, is Danielle is called lowering out. Lowering a slightly plump white girl into a. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Out of a helicopter into a. <laughs> into a sea into of Baltimore. black sharks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm. Hmm. Um, Makes me think about that documentary, Blackfish. Oh yeah, SeaWorld. The orca who kept like drowning. Drowning its drowning trainers because it was yeah, yeah. pissed off. <laughs> it was like adolescent too. It was, it was an adolescent boy. He was like a school shooter. Yeah, whale. he was an incel whale. Yeah. Yeah. No, but for real, other I know, females I wouldn't mate with him. They like bullied him. The f- other females bullied him. I know. I know. Crazy. He was like smaller and like, I mean, it's so tragic. Their life starts out tragic. They get stolen from the Indian Ocean from their mom, and their mom like cries for days, and they yep. can like hear. Yeah, it's fucked oh, up. Oh God. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, and then he lives in a little tank, so he's just like, fuck all y'all. Ooh, good documentary. Um, so in case you're not familiar with the real term of black fishing, uh-huh. it's used to describe when a non-black person, usually women, uh, use makeup, hair, or cosmetic surgery, among other things, to appear black. So she gets called out in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, she responds online. Quote, millions of people sick, thousands dying every day, and y'all worried about me getting makeup done for a photo shoot? I'm usually the wild one, but y'all need to chill and focus on what's important right now. She's not wrong. She's not wrong at all. It is really stupid and superficial to be obsessed with like the minutia of what public people do, especially one as absolutely meaningless as <laughs> Bad absurd, Baby. absurd, I know. As if Bad Baby really... Well, you know, I, I was going to say, as if Bad Baby really drives the culture, but I, I take it back. That is kind of the point that I've been making Yeah. over the, the course of this podcast. Everything that she does becomes pop culture a couple of years down the line. True. Just like Florida and the so United maybe States. Maybe we gotta catch her outside. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe this black fishing shit is gonna be huge. Yeah. God as, damn. It, as if it isn't already, though. Yeah. But also, um, like, you know, be perfectly fucking honest. Who cares? Who fucking cares? Yeah, it's complicated. It's so complicated. Yeah. I'll never forget um, Rihanna uh tweeted out mm-hmm. i think she deleted it this was a while ago now this was for the rachel dolezal thing going back to yeah, dolezal. yeah she was her first take on it was like wait a minute this is actually like kind of cool if you think about it because for so many years black people if they could would yeah, try to pass as white, white. Right. yeah and now there's there's white people trying to pass as black. Yeah, like, she's like, that look how far we we've made come. It. Yeah, like, that means yeah. we're cool. People want to be yeah. black. Like, <laughs> that's, that's how far we've come in that's society. Very funny. And I was yeah. like, what a fresh take. I mean, I yeah, I would say that's a good take. I can understand why she'd get crucified for oh, saying yeah, that, she on, did. especially she on did. Twitter. Yeah. I mean, because, yeah, there are a lot more things that the culture needs to do to actually, like, Get to a get to a truly equal yeah, place, equal but at the same time, yeah, it's not it's not a bad thing to go like like we've come a long way, right? Yeah, yeah. So also, I'm Team Dolezal all the way. Like that bitch has something a screw loose in her head. She's, yeah, she's mentally if, ill. But she also was fucking working for the NAACP. Do you know what I mean? It's not as if she was like. 
it's worse when this like white teenager from West Palm Beach is just making millions of dollars, like yeah. kind of like walking around looking and acting black, being a rapper. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, I mean, like that's what West Palm Beach is like too. If you're a teenager in West Palm Beach, you just act like that, okay. no matter what your that's race. That's her next point. Yeah. So she recorded like a little live stream mm-hmm. on YouTube. Yeah. Now. It's her point she's trying to make. Mm-hmm. She doesn't make it very well. Yeah. Quote, y'all say I try to be black. Maybe the reason for that is I grew up in the hood. Tarzan, he grew up around the bears in the jungle. He didn't know no better. That's all he knows. <laughs> oh my God. When someone grows up in a certain area or a certain place, they're a part of their environment. Okay. Terrible, Terrible analogy. analogy. Horrible analogy. Don't, don't mention Tarzan. <laughs> you call yourself Tarzan? You cannot... Say <laughs> that you were raised in the jungle around black people. That's like, fucking ridiculous. That's very. Think about funny. it for two seconds, Danielle. At the same at the same time, I'm not like too mad about that because she had she her IQ was like 75. You know what I mean? Like, how smart could this girl possibly be? She doesn't even know what Tarzan is about. Tarzan was raised by like apes. Yeah, she said bears. She said What's bears. Going on she with doesn't her? know shit. I but know. the point she's making is still valid, which is like she's a Florida cracker. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're working class in a shit town in Florida, that's what you act like. It's a cultural trait. It's not like, you know, like you're born with a certain skin tone and you automatically know how to do that stuff. It's the, the culture that you were raised in. Obviously. Duh. So now, you know in December, I mean? she gets more backlash for, I think, wearing boxer braids or cornrows. Or yeah, sure. Not exactly cornrows. I've seen them, but box braids. Sure. Um... And she responds by saying, because she just can't stop responding. Like, this is the other thing. It's yeah. Like, of course, this girl can't just ha- look at a criticism on social media and be yeah. quiet. Yeah. And maybe just try to make music. Like, yeah. she can't. Right. That's not her. So no, no, no. She's got to respond. Has to respond. So she says, to all the black females, you know when someone says females, it's going to go down a dark Oh, road. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. To all the black females that are saying my hair ain't made for box braids, guess the fuck what? Y'all hair ain't made to be straight, but y'all glue whole wigs to your heads. And so Brazilian, Indian, Peruvian hair, which is anything like your natural hair texture, I think she means to say, which isn't anything like your natural hair texture at all. And I don't say a goddamn thing. Neither do the other cultures that you get their, you get the hair from. And on top of that, I'm not the one of the people who has ever made fun of or said anything bad about girls with box braids or any type of braids. I completely agree that would be with just a B, not a Mm B-E. That would be out of line and cultural appropriation if I was trashing black girls for wearing braids than getting them. But that's not the situation at all. So leave me TF alone or I'm going to start getting real disrespectful. This is an okay. So the Donald Trump connection still stands. By the way, they can't let a slight go can't. un like can't. unpunished. Even if they don't really have a good argument, they can't. They well, can't. That, and that's the other thing I was saying. Like, think about point A and point B, and read that fucking thing one more time and watch watch the path between point A and point B. It's winding. It's not straight. No, it goes around in circles not. and doesn't really connect at the end. It's She's not. not making a really coherent argument. At the same time, listen, you're, I mean, what the fuck? Like, who gives a shit? It's bad baby. I know. Why are you mad at bad baby for 
putting her hair in box braids. Who fucking cares, man? I feel like it was 2020 and a lot of people were sitting at home. Yeah, so a lot of people like, were at home. Oh, uh, fuck. Like, oh my God, we can't let her get away do. with this. Yeah. She also, can't do that to her own head. I've never heard privately. that argument made. Which Is one? Is that new? Is that something people say? What? Like that, that like, okay, my hair isn't supposed to be styled this way, but like that black women wear hair from India on their heads. And that's not their natural texture. I've never heard anyone say that. That's true. I is mean, that, I've never heard that argument. Is that an original argument. point of view from Bad Baby? It is might that... be. I don't know. But I mean, like, the, the cultural reasons why, like, black ladies, like, have wanted straight hair and stuff is, like... To fit you know, in. To fit in to in a fucking, not... you know, Eurocentric American yes. society. Yes. Of course. And that is really the issue, you know? But Bad Baby only, she doesn't really think on that level. She, she only, only knows, she's hair. like, well, your hair comes from India and y'all ain't even Indian. You know, yeah, like yeah. that's that's her point of view. She goes on to say, I used darker foundation. Oh, because she gets really in trouble for a particular picture. <laughs> Where she looks too brown. Mm-hmm. Lil' Kim uses the foundation that, no disrespect toward Lil' Kim. I'm actually a fan of hers. No disrespect to her. But the girl wears foundation that is too light for her face. The girl went and got a nose job to have a smaller nose like white people. Like, y'all don't see that. But I'm saying she literally got surgery to make herself look like a white person. She's wearing makeup that's light and y'all don't say a goddamn word about her. (laughs) Which, like, again, like... I don't know. Kind like, it's kind of an interesting argument. Yeah. Like, kind of. <laughs> but then she always has to ruin yeah. it by saying something like Tarzan. She says, who would want to be black? No one gives my shit a chance because of stupid ass, ignorant ass people like y'all on the internet over here making shit go viral that I want to be black. Like, Wait, she literally said, what? who would want to be black? You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, I do. Can you give this to a manager or a publicist? <laughs> would, you like, can you, can, would you mind yeah. not saying that? Like, Fuck, dude. Yeah. Okay, Lil' Kim does look kind of weird. Does she? Can I see? That. Yeah, she's got the like... She kind of has like Instagram face, like how you're talking about. Uh, ooh, but, but like it's gone sort of really exaggerated. Long. I mean, listen, I can't... I'm not... This is not the Looks hate like on Lil' Kim podcast. She got that buckle fat removal, too. That's... Buckle popular buckle nathan thinks it's pronounced buckle i think it's you fucking fat. let us know what? i think it's buckle fat not buckle fat well whatever so after receiving yet more backlash for her statement obviously yeah bad baby tried to clarify her initial comments like this is what lil kim used to look like she's way prettier back yeah then. she's super hot yeah what this is what fame this is what fame in hollywood will do to you though it really fucks with people's brains yeah man yeah um, she says, LOL, I knew the internet would find a way to flip what I was saying. So first of all, my comment was not directed toward all black women who wear straight hair, only toward the black women who were saying I was trying to be black because I was wearing braids. All I did was say back to them what they said to me by saying they want to be like other cultures for wearing hair, hair straight Peruvian, Indian, and other hair types. Dude, just shut up on I know, Twitter. Stop defending just yourself. Get off, get off of it. Get off the internet. It's dumb for me to say that, huh? But why is it okay for someone to accuse me doing something I'm not, but when I do the exact same thing back, I'm wrong? Well, because and by the they way, have 100 Twitter followers, <laughs> and you've got several million. Exactly. And by the way, I didn't call black women bald-headed either. That was in a whole different comment that 
was I didn't even Just read that one. Stop talking. That was made Shut about up. all the people who also had something to say about me. Yeah. There was multiple other faces too. Even some white women were accusing me, and I do not personally feel offended if black women wear a straight wig. And I never said that. I don't know if I don't know where the fuck y'all get some of this shit. Like, why would I be bothered by the way another girl decided to wear their hair? <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, whatever, dude. Yeah, I mean, her point stand. The point she's making is that, like, I don't give a fuck how you do your hair. So why do you give a fuck how I do my hair? And again, the answer is because you're a famous person. Yeah. And people, the public just gets to have opinions about you. That's why I think you're a dipshit from West Palm Beach. You know what I mean? You don't think anything about me because I'm not famous. Exactly. She's going back there, too, baby. She said um, that she's going to be quitting fame and moving back to what? Uh, I quit West fame. <laughs> she says, nice. I'm going to keep it real. I'm not fit for this fame. I'm too real. Nobody can handle the truth. <laughs> and if being attacked for, I feel like Donald Trump would say that. Dude, literally. That yeah. I'm now I can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. Him. You see the connection, yeah. right? It's the same um, personality type can handle the truth. And if being attacked for something, I'm going to tell the whole damn truth about it. And y'all can't handle that. And then okay, a day bitch. later, she said, due to my mental health, I will be taking a small break from this yeah, Her manager. She got several stern emails from her manager. But then she oh went God, on. Yeah. She had to go again. You know her manager Dude, wrote that. Shut up. And she said, just I hate up. to say it, but y'all won. Con- congrats. Mission complete. Y'all made the little 16-year-old completely lose it. Social media has not only made me who I am, but is also every reason I can't sleep at night. Imagine being called a racist white cunt every second of the day. I show off a tattoo and they say I'm trying to be black. I defend myself, then I'm labeled a racist. There's no winning as a celebrity on this app. Everything I do be considered wrong. Image me. I'm sure she means imagine. Yeah. Imagine me being for a second, you just get a cute new wig and want to show it off. Then the minute you post your mood is instantly killed because the comment section is flooded with this slut wants to be black so bad wearing a straight blonde wig. This shit is really draining. Blows me, blows me. How I watch people who can't even tell me my favorite color try to tell me about myself and who the fuck I am and why I act how I do. When will y'all learn you don't, fuck know me so stop speaking on me like you do damn so true bad <laughs> so baby articulate. you know there's something there's something to be said about this like she really is she almost says it but she doesn't quite get there because she's simple but um and again i don't hate this bitch like good for you good for you yeah. for all of this shit as long as you're not stealing cars like i don't care man but um th- it is kind of a nightmare because she is a digital prisoner. You know what I mean? Yeah. She she was, from the moment she was on Dr. Phil to now, she lives and she dies by this fucking media apparatus that rules the all of culture. Again, cultural savant. She's plugged in. She's so plugged in, she's a fucking prisoner to it. She's also a prisoner to her own impulse for like fame and recognition at all costs. She can't stop. It's the only thing her brain is capable of doing, which is why she won't shut the fuck up. Literally, dude, put your phone down. I know. Text that picture to your Turn friends. Turn it off. Turn your phone off. Yeah, I mean, Delete like, the app. If like, you it's can't not hard. disconnect yourself from the screen, which she can't, that's the thing. It's made to be addictive. She's a prisoner of it. She was made by it, and she'll die by it, and that's just how it goes. Yeah. You know, many such cases. But... um. 
if she if you can't even put the phone down, just get off Twitter, delete Twitter. Yeah. You know what I mean? But she can't I do think it. one thing that can be said for Danielle categorically across the board is she does not have impulse control. No, absolutely not. Impulse control is not her strong suit. Yeah. She would not be where she is if she did. Yeah. You know? Facts. That's so, just a fact. Something else bad happens. In March 2020, uh, actress Sky Jackson, I hope I'm pronouncing Sky correctly, S-K-A-I. I look I had to look her up. Apparently she's a Disney actress. Okay. Like a Disney star. Had to file a restraining order against, against her. Bad baby? Yeah. Fucking why? It says following a heavily documented feud in which Bergoli sent Jackson death threats and repeatedly harassed Jackson's mother on social media. Okay. Yeah. So who knows what it was about? But crazy. Stop. Stop it. Yep. Um, the restraining order was dropped in June. Um, and also June 2020, Bergoli entered a 31-day rehab facility <laughs> for childhood trauma and addiction to prescription medication. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Now the second thing I'm most excited to talk about happens. Oh, please. On April 1st, 2021, six days after her 18th birthday, mm-hmm. Bergoli opened an OnlyFans account. <gasps> Earning no. over $1 million in revenue in the first six hours. You have got to be shitting me. A million dollars in six hours. You horny demons. <laughs> this is a child. I know. It's a child, dude. It's so funny. Like, the day they turn 18, it's like... Yeah. So, but they were a child before the day before, and they're yeah. not now? Like, yes. Oh. Dude, this is a little fucking teenage girl. I know. And how many people are sitting around with money wanting to throw... How do you sit... Okay, who pays for porn, first of all? First of all. This day and age. Who does that? Second of all, like, who are these hordes of men with money to spend sitting around on OnlyFans waiting for her to turn 19? 18. 18. Yeah, Excuse I know. Me. It's crazy. Jesus Christ, she, dude. She later demonstrated evidence that she earned 52 million. I have to say this again. You have got to be shitting 50, me. 55, 2 million dollars in 24 hours. In 24 hours? That wasn't like total? No, in, in one day. Oh my God. How many of, how, what, what am I hearing right now? How much did these photos cost? I don't know. It says that like, it says that um, people pay $23.99 a month to access her photos and videos. But like, Jesus, she also, you can also tip people, tip the girls on (laughs) or boys or whoever on OnlyFans. Oh my God. And I think they get like, you pay more to message them to or something, but like. That's oh a lot God. of people. If it's only yeah. $23 a month, then that's a lot of subscriptions. Holy fucking So shit. it says it all started when the rapper, um, Danielle Bergoli, took to her Instagram to share that she wanted everyone to move past 2016, catch me outside. She said, it's not something that I'm just like, oh, yes, I'm so in love with being the girl that got famous for being on Dr. Phil and saying some crazy shit. That's not how I feel. Call me the youngest female of the decade to go platinum. Call me shit like that. Like, there's way more things. Call she me the Gucci flip flops girl, the high bish girl, the girl who got a fucking million dollar makeup deal, the girl who made over fucking 
$52 million on OnlyFans. Call me whatever you want. Are you when sure you, you want to be called that one? <laughs> when you try to find a way to be annoying about something, it's just kind of weird. <laughs> Which just reminds you she's a teenager. That's such a teenage thing to say. Yeah, it really is such a teenage thing to say. After receiving backlash Good for her God. claim that she made that much on OnlyFans, she shared a screenshot of her alleged earnings on the paid subscription service on Monday, April 25th, with the <sighs> caption, Go cry about it, bitch. And then she said, thank you, Scoop Agency Partners. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which I find funny. This but is yeah. crazy. You can yeah. be... Also, what what an insane era we live in that you can be a legitimate, like, recording artist. She's like... A, she has a platinum song? Platinum album? Something. Yeah, it must be song. She I don't went think it's platinum. Album, yeah. And she also is, like, taking pictures of her pussy on the yeah. internet. That crazy. And selling them. Cardi B has one, but if I remember correctly, and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, she has sworn that she's not going to do porn on it. It's going to be like used for other stuff, which I kind of believe from her because she used to be a stripper. So I think she's probably more likely to be like, we ain't going back there. Fair enough. Yeah. Jesus um, Christ, dude. It's rough. So Bad Baby broke the OnlyFans record. That is the... That is the top record. She Holy broke it in shit, 2021 um, that she made a million dollars in six hours. The person that she stole the record from was Bella Thorne. Oh, shit. That other girl we were talking about yesterday. Mm-hmm. Oh, Who my God. Who previously held the record on paid subscription platform OnlyFans after the 23-year-old singer-actress made a million dollars in 24 hours. Jesus So that was the record. A million dollars in 24 hours. And then Bad Baby made $52 million in 24 hours. Okay. I'm li- By the way, I just Googled Bad Baby. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at pictures of her like just on Google Images. Mm-hmm. Who is desperate to see this woman naked? Yeah, and why do you say that? She's, what is so special about Bad Baby? I know, it is kind of funny, That you guys want to see her in the nude. I mean, she's thin. Like, she's, I don't know. It is kind of confusing, like, why her and not other girls? She's not, like, like, insanely hot. No, not She looks like a fucking teenage girl, that's what she looks like. Well, there you go. But I just wanted to point out that the top two earners on OnlyFans, okay, mm-hmm. Danielle Brigoli and Bella Thorne, are Florida women. That is Florida women funny. represent number one and number two on oh, OnlyFans. Sexy children. That's what our culture makes. Yeah. That's so fucked up, dude. But, I okay, mean, like, look at her. Look at this picture of her in like this like pink bodysuit. Yeah, she's got kind of a normal-ish... Body. I mean, yeah. she's thin, but like, it's not like she's not like Nicki right Minaj with the like no. giant ass. Or no, like, I know. You know. There's no like real defining feature. She just looks like a. She looks like a teenager, and shame on all you guys. Yeah. Fucking shame on you. But wow, can you imagine? I do not understand our culture's <laughs> obsession with like youth. Youth, yeah, man. It it's even extends all the sexy. way to like anti-aging products, and yeah. it's like all well, this marketing. That's listen. I understand not wanting to get wrinkles, like you know, I, I that makes no, sense. I just to mean me. our cultural obsession, like glorifying youth. It well, extends all the way into like many other things yeah, besides just like you know sex. It it it, it extends into 
damn near every part of our society. Yeah, that's true. Is that that's old true. people are fucking ignored and yeah, pushed aside. Yeah, we throw them in the trash. Grandma. Fuck yeah. you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Irrelevant. <laughs> Thanks, Grandma. Yeah, we'll take it from here. We'll exactly. Ball her up and throw her into the fucking dumpster outside. Yeah. Um, no, you're right. But I'm, I'm literally right now, I'm just thinking about like, what is it about, why does our culture like think that it's okay to want to fuck teenagers? Yeah. Like teenagers, okay, it's I understand them fucking each other. That's one thing, but like grown men shouldn't be paying money to see bad babies naked photos. There's something deeply deeply wrong with that. Do you think they just like stop being online like after a certain age or something? Like they just let like life take them I don't know, through the wash cycle and so they're like When you say online, still... you mean like paying attention? Yeah, sorry, that's yeah. what I mean. I don't mean like literally on the internet. I just mean like, do you think some men's mental capacity, like emotional capacity is stunted back there, like when they were 15? Oh, 100%. And so like yeah. they kind of just don't evolve past... Their tastes don't change. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that has something to do with it. I mean, that's frightening. It is. But, it's bleak. I mean, it could be. Yeah. I just think people are people do what they're told by culture. That and that's another thing. Culture tells you to want to fuck children. Yeah. I mean fucking You know what uh, I mean? Balenciaga or whatever. I mean that whole thing just Oh, those right? Balenciaga ads. Well, come on. I mean that is culture like that. Yeah, those for people sure. are at the top of fashion and they're like this is what's appropriate and cool. And it's like yeah. we and always knew they were creeps, you know, but like and the simple truth at the heart of the conspiracy, which there always is, is that for some fucking reason, um, our culture has made it seem like it's okay to want to fuck teenagers. Yeah, I know. And, I, I mean, I don't know what that is. Sometimes I wonder, like... So, in 2021, um, Danielle joined forces with Paris Hilton to collaborate on a um, troubled teen, like, advocacy group. Um, okay. That <laughs> All right. focuses on abuse experienced by teens at teen rehabilitation camps because they both went to one. Oh yeah, in yeah. In Utah, uh -huh. actually, I think, mm -hmm. um, called "Breaking Code Silence" that spreads awareness of alleged abuse and mistreatment of children at Utah, Utah. I gotta stop. Utah facilities and other similar programs. Oh wow! Interesting. Yeah. I mean, and then it she is kind of crazy. Record right? label. She launched a record label. She, yeah. What's bad it, music. What's it Bad music. Mm -hmm. Good for you, dude. I know. Good for you. You do you. You know, I guess that's where I land on this whole thing. Is like, I, I kind of wanted to hate her and laugh at her and, you know, call her ridiculous. I still think she's ridiculous. I don't think she's terribly bright, but I'm very glad that she's, you know, out there being creative. Yeah, right. You know? She could there be out a, there doing a lot of things. I told you, there's an alternate universe where she's fucking getting arrested for scratching out, like, a, a 40-year-old woman's eyeballs at a Publix yeah. because she got disrespected. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's an alternate universe where she's working at the at the deli counter at Publix and fucking mouthing off to customers and, like, throwing shit at them for, like, being rude. You know, but uh, there's another alternate universe where she never stopped stealing cars and she's in federal prison for Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Or like dead from a drug overdose or something like that. Mm. At least in this universe, this fucking idiot is making music. Yeah. Not hurting anybody. I know. I hope Barbara Ann is seeing some of the money. She deserves it. Oh, definitely. Well, if she has a tattoo, Barbara Ann, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and no, they're close. I'm sure that they're. I'm sure that they're working something out financially. Yeah. yeah. I guess like I don't know, I don't know how controversial this is, but look how you look. I guess the same could be said for little Kim. Like yeah, yeah. Look how like just look how you look, girl. Like you looked better when you were yourself. And I, I think agree with same that with message. Danielle. I yeah. I miss her red hair and her pale skin. <laughs> like just look <laughs> like she looked less. She looked more unique that way, and now. When I see the slicker, more heavily produced music videos that she's doing, because Atlantic Records is spending more and more money on her yeah. because she's producing them more and more money. Yeah. Um. You know where she's got like the best hairstylist, the best makeup artist. Like, mm-hmm. I just feel like she looks like everyone else. Like I can't even tell the right. difference between her and any other fucking lady who's in the music industry. Yeah, like, I I agree with that. Like when she was just starting out in those first videos that you showed mm-hmm. me, like. I, yeah, she just she had she looked like herself. Yeah, she just looked like. The, I think what the thing is is that the more money you get, the more uh, money people invest in you. Mm-hmm. The more you get to choose what you want to look like. Yeah, and we I all want to look like a platonic. We she's all just doing like the what ideal she thinks of- is cool, you know. And and now that she has the money to do it, she can more do it more successfully than mm-hmm. ever before. And what she thinks is cool is like kind of looking like Cardi B. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And taking these like female rap styles. Who are your peers in this game? Right. Her idols. Mostly a bunch of black ladies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas before when she couldn't afford to like have all this makeup and production and hair and tattoos and all that shit. She just looked like herself. And we we're like, oh my God, is this like, <laughs> who's this little white girl rapping about mm-hmm. all these hoes? And she's like standing on top of a building. Like, what, What's going on here? Yeah. yeah well her dad was right about one thing she she was she was groomed for a pornographic career that's absolutely true his prophecy came true but the thing is i don't think for a second that she was groomed i think that she she is fully in charge she does seem like she has a lot of agency she's like, a she's a narcissist and she's mm-hmm. got that like exact type of personality that like does whatever the fuck they want mm-hmm. so i fully believe Unlike in most cases where I think that people are pressured to like do porn or whatever, I think she was like, nah, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, that's just who I see. Yeah, me too. That's the picture. It kind of makes me drawn. worry about her less. Yeah, I worry about her less. I think she's more trashy though. Like, <laughs> like, she definitely dude, is. Don't fucking do that. Why are you showing your pussy on the internet? Come on, man. What if Casey Anthony started an OnlyFans? Oh my God! I was just thinking about Florida women. Who she would might clean break up. the record. She might break the record. If Casey Anthony made an OnlyFans, she might break the record. Holy you know she fucking had, shit, like, babe! Rumors. She she said that there were like deals that she had with like porn hub and like porn companies that yeah. she was gonna like come out with porns and I stuff. I think I remember but this. She never did. She never did. So I feel like she. I feel like she would love Dude, having I'm an OnlyFans. Googling this right now. Yeah, no, I know for a fact they never never came out, but that would make her transition to OnlyFans all the more sweet. Yeah, she would clean up. Is Casey Anthony on OnlyFans? Oh my god, she does have one. Shut up, what? She does. Casey Anthony has a fucking OnlyFans page, babe. How come this didn't she go viral? She made $2 million in 24 hours. Oh shit, she's up there. She's up there. She didn't even she come Bella close Thorne's to record. Bad Baby, though. Bad no, Baby not absolutely even close, cleaned but up. Can, can it be true that... Florida women are in the top three earners are one, oh two, God. and three on OnlyFans? Holy shit. What the fuck is wrong with us or right with us? Oh, my God. That is so fucking crazy. Three tragic 
tragic Florida women are the top earners on OnlyFans. That only makes sense. It only makes sense. Holy shit. It's like all the pieces falling into place. Bad baby, Casey Anthony, and this Bella Thorne chick. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. Damn. Wow. Well, I mean, I think that's a great place to leave off. Me too. Frankly, like that, I don't think we can top that fact. That is so nuts. Okay. If you're on OnlyFans, go check out Casey Anthony. Hell yeah. And Bad Baby. Let I us guess. know, like literally, right Let in, like know. what's she doing? I'm curious. I'm not gonna pay her. She's a murderous. Yeah, I'm not doing that shit. But fucking psycho. But like, if what you're is the kind, doing? If I want to know. If you're the kind of dumb motherfucker who pays for internet pornography. Take a screenshot of her vagina and you can DM us on Instagram at floridawoman.pod or you can check out our Patreon just for shits and gigs so that Kelsey Ann doesn't have to go to any more job interviews for stupid underpaid fucking retail jobs at patreon.com slash floridawomanpod. Okay, guys, we love you. Thank you for listening. Bye.